Here's a Quizable Cast, Episode 6G, the 2007 Boston College College Bowl Jam Tournament. Round 7 between the ICT Trash Contingent and How'd They Know That. This band's 2005 debut supposedly deals with a myriad of social issues, including the sanctity of marriage, adultery, drug use, and on a personal level, guitarist Ryan Ross's father's alcoholism. They have become noted for performing several covers live, including Killer Queen, Eleanor Rigby, Third Eye Slow Motion, and Karma Police by Radiohead. With one song nominated for five MTV VMAs in 2006, they walked away with a Moon Man for Video of the Year, but also managed to win an NME Award for Worst Band of 2007 for 10 points. Name this band whose album, A Fever You Can't Sweat. Panic at the Disco. Panic at the I Disco is correct with yeah. 10 points. Yeah, might as well. I know, but I, just, I wanted to know who Slow Motion is incredible. I think it's going to be okay. Good. I don't know about marriage. I don't know about marriage. I don't know about marriage. Okay. Pardon me if I if I misinflect this, but yeah, boy, it is worthy of investigation that, like most Pokemon, Flavor Flav always yells out his own name. After these, answer these questions about the flavor of love, family of shows on a five five ten ten basis. For five points each, names recurring flavor of love contestant who finished second in the first season before being brought back for the second season, and the reality spinoff she starred in suspiciously after her contact. New York, I love New York. New York or Tiffany Pollard, and I love New York. Oh, nobody That's, knows that. <laughs> that is ten points. For ten points, this brother to second place finisher, Chance, and fellow stallionaire finished third on I Love New York. This is not yeah, a guy. Oh, man. No one knows guys from I Love New York. No one should ever watch Steve. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Apparently, his name is Real or Amon Gibbons. <laughs> and for 10 points, this second spin off of Flavor of Love features Comedian and the Parkers star Monique, teaching some of the most repugnant former Flavor of Love girls in some matters. So Charm School. I'm going to take seven. Charm School. It's what Flavor of Love Girls. Is anybody else in there? Sounds like somebody broke something. Yeah, that'll be okay. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. Really? It'll be okay. It's just a stylus. Shall we? Who's Um. The original nickname of the franchise was the Alleghenies, and later the Innocents, before their modern name stuck in the late 1890s. All five of their championships have come in seven games. Their first World Series win, dating back to 1909 over Detroit, with their most recent in 1979 over the Orville. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I would have had it. Alleghenies. Alleghenies. Well, bonus number two is as follows. What we've got is going, going to turn your brain into shit. For 10 points each, answer the following about a tribute to the greatest movie in the world, Tenacious D in the Pit of Destiny. Again. Don't worry about it. No, I like it. Yeah, there was one question on the last time. Um, daydreaming. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, to get to the Rock and Roll History Museum, they must first lie to Lee to steal his car. This superlative model from Oldsmobile. Wait, so the car the they stole. The of the car that Lee. I can't. I don't know. Wow, so an Oldsmobile model. Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. Probably. The Supermobile. Oh, no, it's just a Supreme. Okay, It's in a song, too, so I think. Okay. Daydreaming about the pick of Destiny, JB dreams up this song in which he and Kyle blow people's minds with six hand guitar technique and no microphone. Yeah, this isn't like 
something killed the metal or whatever. No. I know they put that one on. No, I don't think it's this one. Uh, like, I don't know, Punk Rock killed the metal. It's called didn't. Master Explorer. Okay. It's, it's a song from within the movie. Yeah. And yeah. escaping the stone security guard, played by Fred Armisen, probably wouldn't have been that hard anyway. But just to be sweet, the KG and Jables threw down a long, slow-mo distance power slide under the falling gate to the lakes of this Who song from Who's Next. Alright, zero. I think that's zero. Fun. Justin's seen it by his live, so I think he's misinterpreted what is easy and hard. Um, number three. In Digital Underground's The Humpty Dance, Humpty Hump tells us that he drink of all of this that you... Hennessy. Hennessy for power. Nice. That's really easy. What? I know nothing else about Hennessy except that line in Humpty Dance. I don't even know. All right. It's some sort of beverage or plant. Um, Hennessy is an Irish whiskey that's very... I was... I was... I didn't know it was a bad whiskey. Oh, I didn't... Sorry, I didn't... I can accept that. Okay. Um, three. For 10 points, name the band from descriptions of their live performances. This Oklahoma City-based band is known for using Santa Claus and alien backup dancers, as well as roadies dressed like superheroes, giant foam hands, balloons, confetti cannons, and most famously, a giant hamster ball that singer Wayne Coyne uses to walk across the ground. That's so bad. <laughs> oh, I don't. It's not a, a gym system? It's just, it's just not Peter Gabriel does that, but this okay. is like, this Oklahoma City-based band. You know what this question folks could have used? Something about their music. In addition to the Lips. The Flaming Lips is right. Yeah. Oh, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Completely happened. He gave you the name of the lead singer. He's giving me. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, give him, give him a little bit of break. Um, these superhero ska rockers have been known to fight villains on stage supporting hey, both Money Man and Team Crab on their most recent tour, declaring nunchucks are awesome. They also use inflatable pool rafts to race small children across the capacity crowd in their annual Seahorse race. I don't know the first one. Super Scar Rockers? Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish. Aquabats again. Aquabats, and I understand it came up before, but what? These veteran rockers, famous for the pyrotechnics at their live shows, have been known in recent years to start their encore with a plane flying over the arena, simulated anti-aircraft fire and huge explosions before flooding stage with smoke and performing their song, One Off of Justice and Justice for All. But it's been so, I mean, they gave a music clue in addition to the. That was nice. Yeah, that worked well. Um, yeah, the only time they didn't do that was a uh, Papa Yeah. That one you're going to know or not know. That's true. One of those. That's true. Um, toss up number four. In the second episode after the pilot, the protagonist mentions that Raymond Chandler, off of The Big Sleep, may have been an insomniac. Louise Guzman was originally cast as Charlie Lincoln and played the character in the pilot, but was replaced by Malik Yoba, and Lincoln's scenes in the pilot were reshot. The pilot follows the protagonist as he stumbles across the fact that an unsolved murder victim was in fact a prostitute tied to another murder victim, leading him to solve both murders. For 10 points, name this NBC show about a detective who solves crimes after having hallucinations of the victims. Rains? Rains? How is this? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Well, I was on the show or old Is that a new or old show? I don't know. Okay. I was wondering. Okay, um, four bonus. Um, the Metalocalypse has begun. 
Okay. After the following, answer the following about the underwater world of the greatest force metal has ever known. That's definitely. This album was only supposed to be heard by underwater creatures until it was performed live for humans in the season finale after fans started killing one another in protest. Well, I remember that vaguely happening. I don't remember the name of the album because I was tired at the time. It being adult swim and all. That's true. It's late. Uh, Atlantis. It's called Deathwater. Oh, that makes sense. Death Clock starred in this film, depicting the band afloat in a sea of blood and Swissgar as some sort of alien Viking space empire. <laughs> See, I like that episode even. I don't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Death film. Uh, blood Ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah, I see if blood was in the question. Yeah, no. That might lead you astray sometimes, but... Okay, so I could think of only two underwater-related bonai. For 10 point, name this fast food chain where Nathan Explosion worked in the episode Go Forth and Die, named after a Norwegian extreme symphonic metal group. Yeah. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, uh, a heavy metal bonus set of trash regionals that used the existence of the Steiner as a clue to make you guess their name. Uh, That's my only knowledge of it. Um, Crocus. That's, it's called Nemo Burger? Something like that. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Um, what's up? Go ahead. Oh, sure. Oh, there you go. Oh, over there. Oh, was that? Uh, Zero. Zero. I didn't get any. Yeah, no points. I don't and think anyone got any points. You didn't get credit for Demon Burger? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, a double major at Carnegie Mellon in music and English, he sought the tutelage of Andres Segovia. Sending a message to every hotel Segovia stayed at, reading, My life is meaningless unless I can study under you. When they finally met in 1972, Segovia took him under his wing and gave him classical guitar lessons at his home in Madrid. Involved in a collision with a drunk driver in 1980, he was unable to play guitar again until 1988 and left his hand, and his left hand has, was still not fully recovered. However, he went on to record prolifically, releasing 26 albums between 1995 and 2006, including All My Love and Volumes 1 and 2 of Flame, Flamenco, and Romance. For 10 points, name this Sunglasses and Bolero. Jose Feliciano. Oh, fuck. Incorrect. Oh, shit. Um, for 10 points, yeah. name this Sunglasses and Bolero <laughs> wearing classical guitars yeah. that we know best for selling his critically condemned signature guitars on Home Shopping Network and QVC. Esteban? Esteban. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was Esteban. 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 It is the so great ones. Sue. 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 Sue is good. Yeah. They got twenty. What? That's it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Three questions. Well, you threw out the answers early, so I dropped the questions. Okay. Yeah, that was the team that named their thing after. Hold there. Was the answer the puck? Oh, clearly. Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, this television show has a Wikipedia entry of culturally significant neologisms from its run. It is, it is credited with the inception of, among other things, the word cromulent. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Yeah. I don't know. There's the Simpsons neologism page on Wikipedia. Materials seem safe going in. Wow. Cromulent, really? Yeah. I read that page. I read that page. 
I've read most of it. Like, like there was a, there was one point where I already um, warning overlap. I'm sorry. In Japan, they call it pocket monsters. I won't make any jokes Ooh. about my pocket monster. Answer that was a joke about that's so funny. <laughs> Answer the following from Pokemon television series on five ten fifteen. Um, for five through this the ten seasons of various Pokemon shows, we have followed this boy and his Pikachu. Ash, Pikachu. Um, Ash, catch him. Yeah, thanks. What Ash? It doesn't tell me what to accept. It's Ash. Just, what is it? Ash, Ash catch him. Fine. Yeah. On a show. Yeah. 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 We know it. Um, one of the few Pokemon that seems to be able to speak, he appears to be calling the shots on Team Rocket. Oh, uh, Meow. Yeah. Meowth is yeah. right. And Jesse and James's rivals within the Team Rocket. Oh, oh man. Yeah. This, came in this duo later. seems to be at least slightly more adept at stealing Pokemon. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this is when I like started to stop watching. This is like... I, I think they still have, J- like, uh, uh, um, Jordan and some, I don't know. Butch and Cassidy. Oh, yeah. But that's, yeah. uh, 15 months. Man. Long time ago. And, um, this is number seven. Before proper acting, he worked as a puppeteer on such movies as Return of the Jedi and as a prolific stuntman in movies such as Flash Gordon, The Jungle Book, Matilda, and Book. He has a minor voice role as the voice of General Bones Apart in The Corpse Bride, but might be better recognized in his Burton's Big Fish, in Burton's Big Fish as Mr. Soggy Bottom. For ten points, named this diminutive Kenyan actor responsible for being like every Oompa Loompa in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Deep Roy. Deep Roy is That's correct. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, also, it's yeah, a 30. Yeah, so. I know I've read about them. Can I get you We're getting up in Maryland. Um, number seven. Robots are sweet. For 10 points each, answer the following questions about music videos with robots. Of all off of 2005's X and Y, this black and white Coldplay video features the band fighting the giant old-timey robot with their music, or trying to fly away in their spaceship and being eaten by said old-timey robot. This isn't the one where they're like showing the foibles of the record system, or record. I don't know. Name a Coldplay. I can't. Na- I don't. The speed yellow. of sound. It's pop. Okay. okay. Um, this bet video from 2005's Guero is correct. <laughs> And this Chemical Brothers video of 2004's Push the Button features an imaginary car factory robot arm chasing a paranoid man around a city before he suffers a total mental breakdown at the end of the video surrounded by robots. I feel this is on Roman's video thing we watched, but I don't know what this is. Oh, speaking of Roman, he sent me the... We don't know. (laughs) It's called Believe. I wanted a... For what? Uh, for or, too I mean, drunk uh, to intergalactic. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to share live with you guys. Yeah, that Wait, did Kennedy Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed. Is this all? Anyway, let's go with this. I know that's all. Um, his website contains a link to his online visual art portfolio from prints, paintings, and sculpture to some computer-based art of questionable merit. Kurt Cobain's journals tell us that he was fond of both this man and one and one of his short-lived endeavors of banding tin machine. Steve Bowie. David Bowie, right at the last word of power. Singer of Tim Machine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got Tim Machine discography. I'm like, Brett, that would have been too stupid. That's what I was talking about. Stop talking, David. Okay. Here we go. Um, since 1977, the most powerful men from around the world have come together to compete for the title. Name the metrics. World's strongest man, one no. dynasties for ten points. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, is a very hard. 
Um, this American was the last to win until Phil Pfister in 2006, winning three straight between 80 and 82. He now offers color commentary on the game's guest game. Ufa Rudno. Ooh, I like that. Ufa Rudno. Bill Kazmaier? Kazmaier, perhaps? Um, this Icelander three-peated between 94 and 96. He now appears in Coors Light commercial, although I maintain no amount of light beer would raise his BAC. Oh, this is, this is a new commercial? Yeah. I do that as a real guy. I thought it was a fictional character. Rasmussen? His name is Magnus or Magnus. That's right. Yeah. There's his name. Right. Like that, I assume he was a fictional character. <laughs> this poll did not repeat as he lost to Vasile Rurtsuk in 2004, but did manage to win in 03, 02, 03, and 05. He came in second to Fister in 06. I guess that's it. Okay. Rasmussen? Puts announced. That's a guy. I believe you. That's kind of tough. I was trying to commit myself. Uh, and toss up number nine. He was named after Thomas Edison and did not receive the nickname he is best known by until his school days. His first team was known as the Shoeless Ones until they became America Queen Hop upon entering a tournament re requiring footwear. He played his last game in Giants Stadium in 1977, playing the first half with the New York Cosmos and the second half. Pele. Pele's correct. Yeah, I'm yeah. Oh, uh, Pele. Understandably, I'm sure if you know more about soccer, if I knew more about soccer, I wouldn't well, see, I don't know anything about Pele. I just couldn't think of anybody else yeah. that could. All right. But there were probably other Cosmos um, players. Bonus. Need to get the let out for your one-year-old? Does your newborn really need to hear this Tool song? Baby Rock Records releases lullaby renditions of rock bands from YouTube to Metallica. That sounds amazing. There was a part. Uh, um, it's the name. I, I don't think any of us know the name of this line. Wait, I don't know if it's the album or the band, but I think it's the album. It's, yeah. Yeah. Does your yeah. really need to hear this tool song? Yeah, no, just get what oh, you need. It's, it's Rockabye Baby. Oh. For 10 points each, name the band covered by Rockabye Baby by descriptions on their website, babyrockrecords.com. Write that down, it's probably pretty sweet. Um, hey daddy-o's, hey mommy-o's too. Does your child need to be sedated? Should mama's boy or girl be too busy howling at the moon? Let them pulsate to this back beat. The yeah, it's thermal. That's right. Tonight, tonight it's a time for a dream, Siamese or otherwise. Right, a, this album is going to be the soundtrack that lulls your little space boy or girl to sleep. The smashing. Let's go with your toss up ten. Are you heating up? Yes. Are you heating up? Cool. Yeah. In recent years, he has become an outspoken critic of the Bush administration, but his claim to fame comes from being one of the most commercially successful Jamaican musicians in history. Born Belafonte. That is correct. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, uh, I don't deserve power on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you ever feel you don't deserve power, I can take it away. Yeah, I, I mean, oh it's the least of Um, This is yet another Pokemon inclusive bonus melee. Identify the Pokemon in Super Smash Brothers melee who do mostly nothing for 10 points each. This stupid fish and unevolved form of Sea King flops around like an idiot and does absolutely nothing. Only is correct. This Pokemon is a big stupid pink thing that lays eggs, which is technically not nothing, but certainly not something. Chansey. Chansey is right. 
Right. And this stupid blue mouse like aquatic Pokemon runs at you in one direction, nudging you gently. Yeah, it's Marrow. That is right. Hey, Marrow can very rarely be extremely powerful. Like, if it comes out at the exactly right place, so can can Golgin, the original Smash Bros. Okay, I could never tell if that was something that was real or just an urban legend. No, if you if you if it's Spontaneous, <laughs> 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 I don't know, it, it shouldn't take 30 seconds. Um, I hear, I hear that you're on fire. Yep. So we are. Um, can you just check quickly? Yes, I can. Um, I have 190 to 50. That's right. Okay. Sounds good to me. Cross up a letter. On Futurama, it was an intern for Al Gore's vice presidential action rangers on website. Deep Blue. Deep Blue is right for 15 or 17. Ah, oh, cool. I should have had that. I didn't know that. I don't want to hurry up. 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 I don't I love you. Uh, like, what's this? Is the only song. It is Maps. Okay. Maps is right now. According to singer Karen O, Maps is actually about like Angus Andrew, the frontman of this yeah, band, whose album includes two th- albums include 2006's Drums Not Dead and 2004's They Were Wrong So We Drowned. Well, we'll see. Oh, okay. Right? It's definitely not Maps. I'm thinking of something else. It's not easy to see. It's not easy to see. Are you sure? The Flaming Lips. It's a uh, Liars? That's really hard. <laughs> it's definitely not Monster. Yeah, but... This sophomore release was dropped in early 2006 and includes the songs Gold Lion, Way Out, and Phenomena. Wait, you see the answer? Yeah, I thought the, it was, was, was this album drops. Not was dropped. Was dropped. I mean, it, it came out. No, no, I. Yeah, I don't know. That's right now. I bet they both work. You gotta show your bones. Yes. I was just talking about the grammar. Yeah, I think it works both ways. The movie starts here as preposterously elaborate as an preposterously elaborate attempt to cure Alzheimer's, working with kinds of money that big pharma must get a hard on over. When Dr. Susan McAllister attempts to increase the brain size of three sharks at this facility, that is incorrect. All right, so just so we're clear, they can't goaltend now, right? Like, I don't know, we had um, got in discussion earlier. I've been letting it happen. I, I'll let you guys, what, what do you think? Like, I don't know. Does it uh, does matter? kind of interest party. Oh, not, uh, do you, do, okay. No, I think on a name is disallowed. Yeah, okay. okay. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, you should get some time. Anyways, uh, at this facility, so that she can harvest the tissues, things begin to go horribly wrong. Dave Chappelle tells us that that was a good one in regards to a shark eating Samuel L. Jackson. For 10 points, name the fictional sea lad where everything possible goes wrong in Deep Blue Sea. I don't know, Deep Blue. It's called Aquatica. That was, that was... I assume if you're going to write a top on this, on yeah. the lab, it would at least also be called Deep Blue Z. Yeah, really? To make that. Yeah, to make that. That's all gettable. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, wait, so we are still on fire. Yeah. yeah. Understand yeah. The you're on fire. Yeah, that was admittedly confusing as to what he was fire. asking for. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I assumed it was, the, as I say, I knew it was the lab. I assumed right, the lab was also called Deep Blue Z. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Uh, okay. Um, 13. 
His style was a huge influence on WWE wrestler Chris Benoit, who idolized him as a kid and has shaped his repertoire of moves by his style. TNA wrestler Jay Lethal named a flying headbutt in tribute to him. He primarily earned recognition in the WWF as a tag team fighter, often going head-to-head against Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart as the Hart Foundation, but also once held the WWF Junior Heavyweight Championship. For 10 points, name this British Bulldog former WWF Tag Team Champion, cousin of partner Davey Boy Smith, and the author of the autobiography Pure Dynamite. (laughs) Foley. It's here. I said Foley. No. Yeah. Anything? Nitro. No, it says Kid Dynamite or Thomas Wilton Billingham. Ooh. No, not something that's supposed to be different. This is Toss Up 14. Jihad Jerry and the Evildoers is a contemporary project from former bassist Gerald Casal of this band, releasing Mine Is Not a Holy War as recently as 2006. The group has been labeled a punk, post-punk, and art rock, but is perhaps most appropriately grouped in the new wave genre for their influence on synth music that would follow in the late 1970s and early 1980s. Bougie Boy's Basement is a band-sanctioned site for trading live recordings and demos of the band, named after a character created around... Uh, Devo. That's right. I suppose I could say I wrote a demo for my practice this week. Is that where I heard the website? No, but I, uh, I don't know if I use Bougie Band. We are up to bonus. This one, answer the following sports-related questions on a 5, 10, 15 basis. This sport was developed in the late 1960s, nearly, in, nearly into its modern form by Columbia, New Jersey high school students. The word frisbee was dropped from its name and should be consequently from your responses. That is correct. Speaking of frisbee, the word was dropped from the name of the sport due to this company holding a trademark on the term and trying to exploit that right. And for 15, this college team is the only to ever have recorded two three-peats coming between 1988 and 1990 and 1996 and 1998. They chronicled their attempt at another national title in the documentary, I Read Black. Oh, Ireland. Definitely not. USC. Are you in USC? USC. Yeah. 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 Um, Tenacious D thought the Sasquatch edition of this show was kicked ass on their HBO series, although they didn't wind up watching it in the movie. It was also parodied by The Simpsons in the Springfield Files when actual host gets bored before the end of the show and drives off. The actual show ran from 1976 to 1982 and served to conduct pseudoscientific investigations into paranormal... Was it called In Search Of? That is correct. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the one with Leonard Nimoy. It just turned over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This bonus is thus. I'm going to buy you a drink. I'm guessing he meant drink, but I don't know. Could be a cool. Right. Given the movie and the character, name the drink that they order at least once during the movie on a 5 to 15 basis. That is correct. Wow, okay. Big Lebowski, the dude. Yeah. Um, the Departed, Billy Costigan. I have seen it. I don't remember what he drinks. Which, what what do you say? 
the part of Billy Cassidy. It was not an important part of the movie. It's from <laughs> Coke. It's cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. They talk about it for about three minutes after yeah. they say it. So that's because oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Um, oh, this one is hard. Um, this is ja in Jackie Brown or Del Robbie. It's the finals round. round. I can't think of the. And it's orange. Yeah. So how many points? Ten. You got five out of five. That was about the difficult level. I didn't know. Let's go to toss up numbers. Warning: A year and team both. There's a hockey team. This team was founded in 1966 and received its name through a local contest what? in which the winning name beat out the likes of Mariners, Sharks, Suns, Mustangs, and Missiles with 622 votes. In their first four seasons, they won a combined 15, 39, and 2 before acquiring the Baltimore Colts coach a season after his team lost the Super Bowl, Super Bowl three. That coach's name was Don Shula, and he led the team. Seventy-two Dolphins. That is correct. Yes. That's not the year. Yeah, there was no information about the year or any of that. But I mean, like you've got to put together. If they're going to ask for a year of the Dolphins, no, but yeah, still be seventy-two. Yeah, with the Casablan, just the Dolphins read like that. I understand, and I. So I mean, I was looking. With that in mind, we seem to be moving on from the departed cranberry juice question to a departed bonus. Do you know what we do in this department? Let's say if you had an idea, we wouldn't be good at what we do now, would we? We would be cunts. For five points, identify each of the characters and who played them from quotes in the departed. Um, the first one is in response to finding out a man's mother is on her way out, we all are. Act accordingly. Uh, on her way out. Um, this isn't like uh, Mark Wahlberg's character. Is it um, Leonardo da Vinci's character? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Matt Damon. Um, it is Jack Nicholson as Frank Costello. And he's actually asking you to answer. Yeah, he wants a uh, well, that's zero. We can just stop answering now. Characters. Oh, this is. Uh, we can guess actors. Well, yeah, uh, this is an exchange. The first character says, "Go fuck yourself." The so this is Mark Wahlberg talking to the other guy. And and says, "How's your mother?" He says, "Good. She's tired from fucking my father." And it's uh, what's his name? Uh, he's like a. Oh yeah, Alec Baldwin and Mark Wahlberg, and I have no idea what the characters. Those are, are right. The characters are LRB and Dignum. Yeah, that's. Um, I've seen the movie several times, and I didn't remember Alec Baldwin's characters. <laughs> So zero or fifteen? Yeah, but we need both. Oh, does it say five points for five points each? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad. I he didn't he didn't put it in the big letter abbreviations that everybody. Um yeah, so they're getting ten, yeah. That and that, yeah. Ten. Sorry guys. Thanks for checking me. Um, let's go with this. Seventeen. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. We'll just check out. After his first wife died in 1990, he married Francine Triplett in 1991, with whom he had already had a daughter and a son, born in 1980 and 1982, respectively. He died at the age of 87 of respiratory illness and is buried in the Saint-André de Cousac, France. Sorry. He was beloved by many worldwide for his documentaries, such as 1956's Cousteau. Cousteau, yeah. These French are French documentaries. documentaries. Um, 
Let's do 15. That makes them mm -hmm. Oh, we're heating up. Excellent. If you want to be better than Nintendo's cooking mama, you start by making these foods from the game using these recipes found on her website, cookingmamacookoff.com. Name the real dish by country of origin and major ingredients. This is from Italy. 8 ounces noodles, 1 pound ground beef, half a cup chopped onion, half cup ricotta cheese, 2 cups shredded Monterey Jack cheese, 1 jar of spaghetti sauce, your favorite. From Russia, four peeled and halved potatoes, two coarsely chopped carrots, two coarsely chopped celery ribs, one chopped onion, four tablespoons of sour cream, one jar of pickled beets, 14 to 15 ounces of beef broth. No, I'm just saying, we don't. It is borscht. It's the only recipe. Um, from Spain, two bowls of rice, five bowls of fish broth, half pound shrimp, two mid sized squid, peppers, onions, tomatoes. Where did they say it's um, 18. This character was 17, working on a desk when Ivor or Ivor peered above a spectacle, forgot that he had wrecked a girl. Sometimes these eyes forget the face they're peering from when they the face they peer upon. Um, while you know that face as I do, it's always better on holiday, so much better on holiday. That's why we only work when we need the money. For 10 points. Uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline is right. I love that song. I didn't think it was a single. What? It was. Well, it was now this pack. Actually, like, uh, I think it was really single. Like, what is this? Jacqueline's my back. It's a French bird. Oh, my God. It may I believe it was the last single at the end of that first album. Oh, maybe it's not. Oh, maybe it was one of the first singles. Before the album. Oh, maybe. Anyway, I was. I did. Maybe I only songs. heard it because they were already popular. Um, 16. Identify the song about someone. Identify the song about someone from artist and lyrics for 10 months. This is an Elton John song. He was born a, born a pauper to a pawn on a Christmas day when the New York Times said God is dead and the war's begun. Alvin Postig has a son today. Levon. Levon's right. Yeah. This is by Against Me! Exclamation point. You know Blank? Well, Blank's dead, and Yahoo won't let his family have access to his email account. The news reporter said, I feel so bad for you, it's so awkward. There's nothing, there's really nothing I can say. Merry Christmas, happy holidays from the network and its affiliates. That one I don't know. No, I know one song in there, Alan Tugger, and the actual rose. So that's the actual rose. Answer is Justin. That's okay. This is by Supon Stevens. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white Obviously. and red yeah. and on his best behavior. That's right. This is toss up 19. Born in 1950 to an Illinois lumber salesman, he dropped out of Bridges University to move to Chicago, where he joined an improv troupe called Second City Chicago and was also featured on National Lampoon Radio Hour in the early 1970s. His early film roles were in 1979's Meatballs and 1980 was Where's the Buffalo from? Where's the Buffalo? Uh, Murray? Bill Murray's right. Yeah, and let's go with 17 bonus says this shit is all over the place. Answer the questions for points. 
Um, this clown prince of hip-hop had gone on record some years ago saying he was developing a cereal called Diabolical Crunch, although I have yet to see it on store shelves. He is better known for his 1987 song, Just a Friend. Bismarcky. That is correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot about this one. Um, Bismarcky will be collaborating with several of the Aquabats on this children's television show recently picked up by Nick Jr. to be aired in the fall of 2007. The Aquabats have contributed several of their villains as adorable monster friends, and Biz will be honestly teaching children to be Fox. So, an upcoming Nick Jr. show. With the Aquabats? Oh. Gotta have hey, there I go, man. Uh, no, that's not. That was a grand organization. Okay, it's Yo Gabba Gabba. In an unprecedented example of Hook'em Walder Young marketing, iconic fashion character Julius the Monkey was lent to the show by this designer. Um, so if you don't know the show, I don't know if he's Okay. Okay, it says Paul Frank. I don't know what that's about. This is the last one. Um, the film was shot primarily around Naples, Rome, and the Italian Riviera. Former H. Camp S. Packington is the ship featured in the film as the Belafonte, and one of the largest stop motion puppets ever used in a film was constructed at eight feet long to bring the Jaguar shark to life. Oh. The Life Aquatic with Steve Sissou? That is correct. Oh, and oh, so probably yeah, eventually yeah. it says this is the theme of this packet somewhere down the line. Because that's what it was. So. Everybody here liked it. Alright. I think I need an inch to do no theme packet roll it up. This is a, a spike bonus that came from Justin. Please do. Everybody and let's see packs. if you know it. Um, you know what would be a good bonus? Identify shit that I could snort to get through writing this packet from structural formulas. For ten points each. Oh my god. Um, I think. Can you just skip to this one? Yeah, I think I'm gonna skip to the next one. You put an orgo bonus in, and I think that's fine. Orgo? No. No, no, no. Well, I said one of the answers cocaine, right? What? It's amphetamine, ecstasy, and cocaine from the formulas. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, you got the next one. I got two more to choose from. Okay. Nineteen. Identify the non-Pokemon movie from actors appearing in. Forty, thirty, twenty, ten, boom. Fourth, I'm not really sure, but I think the Asian guy from Heroes is in it. I don't know, maybe like Super Mario Brothers or something. Really That's funny enough for me to do a 41 clue. Super Mario Brothers. That's incorrect. 30, Tom Cruise, Danny DeVito, and Nathan Lane. So, this is going to be something like some sort of documentary on Hollywood type thing. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, the Aristocrats. Michael Caine for 20. Yeah, they do it. Batman. For ten points, Vern Troyer. So, oh, oh, the oh, yeah. Awesome Powers three, right? Yeah. What's uh, the subtitle? Is that the Spy Shang? That's no, 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 no. Gold member, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was fun. You get Awesome Powers. Final score: the ICT Trash Contingent one thirty. How'd they know that? Three fourteen.